Hello everyone, and it's I, Lindsay Rogers. Welcome back to episode number six of the Pro Wrestling Fan Vlog Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about something that is making me want to uh, give myself a shake my head moment. If you guys want to know what I'm talking about is, for some odd reason, I go through, I said it some reason I was watching a YouTube video and somehow it just made me think about uh I don't know why Billy Gunn and ended up I'm ended up to Alexa Alexa eh, Alexa Bliss and there's something that has been not making me understand okay <laughs> I just want to know about who has been training Alexa Bliss. Yes. It doesn't, even though she had no prior tra- training thing, thing for pro wrestling, she would join in Duddy. She was signed by Duddy in May of 2013 and went to, you know, to be going to the developmental territory and. And, you know, she's supposed to be learning things from the Performance Center. However, er, I, and even though I'm not going to be saying that, you know, not what she is currently is now, but I went to see who trained her. And the name that says, according to her Wikipedia page, Mike Quackenbush and the Duddy Performance Center. First off, the Duddy Performance Center um, is kind of under the head trainer of Matt Bloom. Now, I know that Sarah Del Rey, uh, is supposed to be the assistant director. I mean, assistant head trainer. Yeah, see, it says here, Sarah... I don't remember ever finding that Mike Quackenbush ever did. And that's what it makes me question about this. Is, I mean, there was also some kind of weird rumor uh, er, that I don't know how much it is 100% true. Maybe it's because he ended up in the United Kingdom, I have no idea, but there's a possibility that, um, about Chris Hero being as a, uh, a head, a coach, which adds an over for, I don't know, it was for NXT UK, or it was supposed to be for, uh, NXT. And that's the case, then it's awkward. I mean, because especially it does not say who trained, who would be the one to be training these wrestlers. I mean, it doesn't say who's running the UK one. I mean, seriously. I mean, that's where the mystery is. I mean,. The only thing, as I can see here, explains where the location of the headquarters is at, at, for the, for it, and then it says key people, Triple H, who's one of them, William Regal's another, which I'm shocked, um, they have somebody named Canning Seaman, which, by the way, some reasoning he used to be a former beach volleyball player eh. in Olympics yikes so then he kind of messed this one up <laughs> and I know this is, sounds weird, but I had not heard of any truth behind that Mike Quackenbush is responsible for any wrestlers. Let alone, I don't think he was a, as a trainer 
for them. I know Mike Quackenbush had opened up a wrestling school in in uh, somewhere in Pennsylvania, uh, which is known as the Russell Factory, which is the same t- year he opened was when he also formed uh, Chikara. Uh, and apparently they, it should be I should be recognizing the names for it who's been trained at the Chikara Russell Factory. Apparently now they're including wrestlers from WWE, which is ridiculous. That's I mean, I will say this. There are wrestlers who I know that trained, that Mike Quack was trained. Well, partly. And the other part is a certain Dayton, Ohio wrestler known as Chris Hero is also responsible. In fact, I, I believe Hero is probably, because I know Hero is responsible for trading in both, uh, Claudio Castagnoli and Tim Donst and with Mike Quackenbush and and both Hero and, oh, and Castagnoli had learned things from Dave Taylor and for you guys if you guys who are confused who Claudio Castagnoli is he's also known as Cesaro but I prefer to call him Claudio Castagnoli because that makes me feel comfortable to call him Claudio Castagnoli like even though, even also when he's on the when he's on the YouTube channel, uh, up up down down, he's known as uh, Swiss Tony or Mr. Op. So. Sorry for me saying that, but I will say that. That in defense. I mean, seriously. I mean, how can you explain to me that, uh... How can you explain to me that, uh... Alexa Bliss has been trained by Mike Quackenbush when he was just probably as a guest trainer for... For the Duddy Performance Center, because as I know, Mike Quackenbush trained Claudio Castagnoli and Tim Dance, two wrestlers who I do like, like one being one who because he's also on the Up Up Down Down YouTube channel, and you know having his own segments and playing mobile games, which is kind of cool for me. And also thanks for introducing me about tribe gaming, Claudio. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Tim Dons, I mean, seriously, he makes me kind of, of, uh, you know, enjoy, uh, what, you know, <laughs> joy watching that doesn't have connection much to any wrestling promotions. Oh, well, actually, well, some wrestling promotions and to, not, not, I mean, wrestling companies. Even though I would love to see Tim Dance to be either in Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, or AEW, because if he's landed into any of them, I would definitely watch him. Especially, I'd rather see him in AEW because, I mean, it it would be a, it would give him more exposure than before, and on top of that, I mean. Get him accounts verified for freak's sake. Like, I mean, put him like, give him a chance to face against Ethan Page. Yeah, I mean, there's any if there's anybody in and anybody in the AEW wrestle, roster who would have vouched for Tim Dons, it's all eagle Ethan Page. Page, I mean, sorry Scorpio Sky, but bruh, uh. I have to I have to play the Ethan Page card. <laughs> I mean, you've been you've been with him for like just a couple of weeks. Thanks. That that but then otherwise you've been hanging out with Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian known as is 
so-called uncensored even us no longer exist because I hear Frankie's become is re is reviving his uh I think this happened when he was in New Japan Ming needs to go look into this <laughs> so what I'm just saying in defense is there's no way a heck any way that anything would be true about this this oh and speaking about Speaking about Tim Donalds, I haven't heard a peep from him in a long time. Aim. And it's just. It's just gonna be. It's just been weird. I haven't heard much from him. And it makes me question if there's something really going on. I mean. I know sometime last year he was running his uh, podcast, but then suddenly it's just stopped. Uh, I mean, he hasn't posted yet. Another thing that's just questioning me is also what has been going on within the past, and that is, um, is, is he somewhere quietly sneaking to be part of Kaiju Big Battle. I don't know what you guys are going to guess to say, Lindsay, please no, don't tell me that's what he's doing. I kind of have to say maybe because, you know, he didn't mention anything else. And the reason why I'm saying this is because, um, if you guys didn't know, when... Um, when Tim Donst was in Chikara, he actually had a feud dude, with the, with, um, with, uh, some reason with Kaiju Big Battle, those r evil villain. Dr. Cube. Of course, this happening in Shakara. Uh, <laughs> so, apparently, I'm going to be talking about that in actually in a commercial break because, as of right now, I will talk to you guys about Tim Dalton because I just really want to know what's the story about Alexa Bliss and why I haven't heard that Mike Quackenbush. Was in the was working for WWE as a trainer. Why is I'm not know this? So yeah, let's go to commercial break. We're gonna switch gears to the question of where in the world, where in, where in the wrestling blue is Tim Donst? <laughs> anyway, commercial right now. Okay, welcome back to y'all. Okay, so let's talk about Tim Dons for for this part of the segment. Uh, even though I don't think his Wikipedia page has been mentioned, but I think I see it on YouTube that Tim Dons, when he was teaming up with a wrestler known as Hydra, uh, they actually had a quote-unquote uh, tag team match against two of Dr. Cube's minions. and Which was very weird, if you ask me. However, now let's flash forward to, and this is sometime around I think 2009-ish, I would say. Now flash forward to 2015 in and 2017. Let's start it with 2015. There was a there now. Dr. Cube had showed up up in in uh, Kaiju Big Battle, but something was really off, and it has to be that turns out that Dr. There was somebody else playing Dr. Cube. 
And it turns out that Dr. Cube ended up attacking his own minions. And it turns out the unmasking is actually Chris Hero, Tim Donce's trainer, former trainer. I'm like, really? Anyway, a. <sighs> then, then it continues a little flash forward. Wait, or did I just screw this up a little bit? Uh, maybe I did. Cause no, it started in 2014 when a, 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 a a former tag team partner of Tim Dance, known as uh, Jacob Hammermeyer, Jacob Hammermeyer, um, who was part of, when they were both part of the Bush the Crafty Cruises, is I believe. Then it became, um, then it gone from that to, you know. A weird tag teaming wing with uh with uh with uh Jacob and it turns out um yeah yeah that's what it was so apparently Sometime around 2014. Yeah, this is where I got confused. In 2014, Tim Dons' former tag team partner that he knows, Jacob Hamrai, resurfaced at the Chakar Russell's show as Dr. Cube. 2015, Dons' former trainer, Chris Harrell, showed up as, as Dr. Cube as well. However, and I will say this, However, in 2017, actually it was around October of 2017, there was another Dr. Cube. I think it was October or was it September? It was September, October, somewhere, I think it was October 2017. Anyway, what happened was, um, there was, in fact, a, um, I read a uh, an appearance from Dr. Cube, and this was at TwitchCon. If you guys don't know what TwitchCon is, TwitchCon is a convention that, even though it got canceled last year, um, it's a convention for Twitch streamers There's to meet um, other Twitch streamers, fans, and um, in also. Uh, brands, hence to you know to get to see if they would fit for their uh their their own community. Anyway, um, there was some kind of event before this sh showcase happened. Um, that has to do with pro wrestling, and it involves um, what's his name? Uh. He's the guy that I know. He's the one who talked about PMA, and it's not Jacksepticeye because he doesn't deal with pro wrestling. Even though I think he stole them off of him. Ugh, I can't remember his name. Cause he was well known associated with Chris Hero. Oh, I can't remember his name. Anyway, he he was host. He was hosting that. Deal with a bunch of Twitch streamers. One of them I kind of know. Oh, um. Uh, I just can't remember this guy's name. Jeez. So, anyway, then suddenly it comes out that I was watching this and suddenly Dr. Cube showed up. Although I noticed that in Dr. Cube's arm, that he had a scar, and I'm thinking in my mind, well, there's somebody that I know who had that scar. And even though at first I thought it was... Please forgive me saying this. I thought this was uh, Chris Parks, aka formerly known as the Monster Abyss. But then I realized he was too short to be Abyss. Yes. Apparently, later on that night, 
hurricane after the show had just ended, and I saw a tweet from Tim Donst. I ended up putting it together and realized that Dr. Cube was actually none other than Tim Donst. I'm like, oh, no way. That was him? I'm like, and I know what you guys are saying. How the heck did you know it was him, Lindsay? It was because of a scar on his arm. You see, memory serves me correctly. Hey, prior to me, prior to finding out he's at TwitchCon, it was back in August when uh, Tim Donst ended up facing against the late Danny Havoc in a ultra-violent match at, uh, at Absolute Intense Wrestling. And somehow, <sighs> throughout the match, or after the match, I find out he got hurt on his heart. <laughs> and suddenly, I, I noticed that scar on it. And I'm like, you son of a biatch. <laughs> so it turns out, I find out Tendons has a scar on his arm. And it made me think, I know where he got that from. And it was from his match against the late Danny Havoc. And I was like, so he is Dr. Cube after all. But my question is, is he still playing the Dr. Cube role? some guy who has been voicing Dr. Cube for like years because it's like it's like the it's like how do I explain this it is sort of like the um <laughs> this is gonna bite me in the butt <sighs> this room actually reminds me about the suicide story if you guys don't know oh and oh, I'm not talking about the kind of death. Yes. I'm talking about the pro wrestler, the mass pro wrestler that is known as suicide, that was created in the in the in the ugh, sorry, I was about to say the wrong thing, in the Impact Wrestling um, video game. At and apparently the person who was voicing suicide at the time. Was none other than an uh, low key, eh? or he's also known as Senshi. Eh? Lucy. Yeah. So apparently, the yeah he was. Voiced. See, it was he was voiced is for the video game, but it was originally, but in the sh in in Impact Wrestling, thing, he was originally played by Frank Kazarian, who currently now works for Ollie Wrestling. Christopher Daniels had the role for. Or another time, but uh, like I said, he's also at impact. I mean, in AEW. <sighs> Apparently, a a uh, Japanese wrestler who is no who was once known as Kyoshi, but he's now known as Sushi, who currently works for. Uh, I, I don't know where he's... I think he's freelancing. I don't know where he's at in pro wrestling-wise. Yeah, he was known as Kyoshi. Yeah, he's freelancing. Uh, now... And, to do, and then, of course, uh, Christopher Daniels played again before it got dropped. 
It was brought back in May of 2013 by T.J. Parkins until an episode of Impact Wrestling shot down everybody. <laughs> Apparently, they, I remember the storyline in, in, from... I remember this part of the storyline because it was really questioning about what the heck was going on and uh, with I think <laughs> oh yeah this crazy storyline but apparently I need to go into another break and we will return because right, I know I've been talking about Tim Dons. And then, of course, now I'm going to be jumping in talking about the Suicide A Wrestler story. Be right back for another commercial break. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the Suicide A Wrestler story. If you guys didn't know what I spoke about Tim Dons, I ended up transitioning to the Suicide A a wrestler, which was a <coughs> persona, and so far I told you it was originally played by uh, Frankie Kazarian, um, which right now he's doing some uh, weird gimmick, ick, ick. But as I know, he. Uh, he was the original man to play, uh, he was the original wrestler to play, uh, Suicide. Even though it was voiced by, uh, Low Key. Uh, anyway, so it was first played by Christopher, by Frankie Kazarian, and then it was played by his, his, uh, former tight team partner, Christopher Daniels, and then Kiyoshi. Now... I'm about to t now suicide had, had now let's get into 2013. So it turns out how how that T.J. Perkins was the one who played suicide, except for an episode on Impact, the where the storyline was that suicide had won the TNA X Division Championship until. Hulk Hogan came out with T.J. Perkins, and it looked like that T.J. Perkins was, in fact, being attacked. Hulk Hogan wanted to know who the heck played, who the heck is Suicide. So, Suicide did not respond to it until later on, towards the ending of the show. Oh, because suddenly, Bully Ray wanted to know who was where, who was suicide. So, apparently, I find out, think of my mind, I'm like, the first person, the first name that popped in my head was Austin Aries. I'm like, I know what you guys are saying. Why did you think it was Austin Aries? And then I suddenly think, how did I figure that it was him? Well, it turns out the suicide looked a little more shorter than before. <laughs> I mean, seriously. You know, I thought it would be somebody else, you know. I mean, first, I mean, you guys were thinking maybe it was, uh, I don't know, Alex Shelley. But around that time, I think Shelley was in New Japan and teaming up with, uh, Kushida, uh, as part of the Time Splinters, I think it was. <sighs> yeah. And and Chris Sabin was working for uh, Impact Wrestling. Like, you know, I thought, and I didn't, I thought maybe it was Chris Sabin, but Chris Sabin was in the match. And I forget who's the third person. Anyway, I thought it was somebody else. It turns out. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I looked at suit, I looked at him, he looks shorter. So, I'm like, you know what, I think it's, 
exhausted Aries. Later on that night, Hulk Hogan and Bullet Ray confronted the suicide. Confronted suicide. They both want to know who he was. So he goes into this ridiculous promo, and then he said, I'm the one who created option C, and I think he removed the mask, and it was Austin Aries. I'm like, oh my god, how the heck did I knew it was him? I'm like, I figured because he was shorter. I mean, there was nobody else in the X Division would be a crazy enough of but Austin Aries. I mean... The reason why it wouldn't make a lot more sense to me was the reason why Austin Aries was because at that time, um, Austin Aries, when he was that, he actually wrestled for Ring of Honor. He has been a two-time Ring of Honor world champion, which is the, which apparently he is a, uh, He was, in fact, a, um, considered to be a heavyweighter. Or, well, he usually was aimed for that. But he has been an X Division champion, which it doesn't mean no class. As he won the Impact World Championship, but that was, uh, it was in 2012, where he defeated Bobby Roode. And actually, it was the best match I ever watched. I can't believe I'm going to say this. That the situation, even though despite he played suicide and tried to get another chance to, for the Impact World Heavyweight Championship, I haven't enjoyed much of a match, let alone even it had to be any matches with uh, any Tim Donson's matches, but... I can't believe I'm just saying this. Yes. Despite that, I am kind of un angry with him because he never responded my tweets. Hates, and I ended up blocking him. As much as I ended up blocking, um... How do I say this? Um... Tommy N's wife... Because at the time, she was dating Austin Aries. Um, Thea Trinidad. Although, I wish I could just like her again. Because I'm just glad that uh, Tommy married her. But... But... I will say this. I mean, the only thing was the best match ever in Impact Wrestling history was when Austin Aries defeated Bobby Roode for the Impact World Heavyweight title. Well, back in 2012. I think that was the best. best. I mean, I thought 2007 was the best year. But... Austin Aries beating Bobby Roode really changed that. Ugh, it's another time, another story. But anyway, yeah, so back about this Solidarity Suicide story. <laughs> so yes, turns out Austin Aries, Aries, Aries was the one who took, was the one who took, <laughs> to took it. And be suicide. <laughs> of course, Aries ended up defending the title against, uh, I think both TJ Perkins and, uh, <laughs> and Chris Sabin, I think. Of course, then, um, of course, his name was changed to Manic. Hank. When T.J. Perkins was playing him. Yeah. And then... He... And then when he left, F, the suicide gimmick stopped again. Now, apparently, it also had been played... Apparently, that, so, apparently, so far, as you guys know, 
Frankie Kazarian, Christopher Daniels, Kiyoshi, T.J. Perkins, and Austin Aries all played suicide. So we're up to five wrestlers. Here's what happened next. I'm reading from what Wikipedia is saying, but it says the, su- the suicide persona returned in July of 2016 for one night for Impact Wrestling's One Night Only Extravaganza in 2016, played by Jonathan Gresham, who I believe he still works for Ring of Honor now. I mean, now, but, and I'm just saying because of his spouse is Jordan Grace, who actually is working for, or working for uh, Impact Wrestling. <laughs> I I just find it too funny. And then it says here, in March 2017, Caleb Conley became the man behind the mask. In, in other words, he became suicide. So, oh, and apparently it also happened one time. Was, uh, was, uh, Zachary, was, uh, Zachary Wentz currently wrestles for Donnie. <laughs> On the name Nash Carter <laughs> in 2020, but Caleb Conley's the one who still plays him. <laughs> oh wait, here's some more funny stuff. On July 7th, 2020, Johnny Swinger dressed in suicide costume to challenge William Mack for the exhibition title, but he lost. This version was called Swinger Side. Jeez, <laughs> oh, always. Jeez. <laughs> okay, who allowed Johnny Swinger to, to the costume? I think Caleb Conley should go chase him. <laughs> but it seems like Peach's alien girlfriend. Actually, it's a gimmick. Like, the alien is a gimmick. His girlfriend, uh, Chris. <laughs> Chris. I can't say her. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing hard. <laughs> I'm trying to say this. It is Chris Drexler. <laughs> I I can't. I'm sorry. I'm laughing my butt off. <laughs> uh, the, I was like, yeah, let's have Caleb call to go chase chase uh Johnny Swinger, but as soon as. As soon as his girlfriend, uh, and, um, (laughs) I'm going to get in trouble for this, because I, even though I kind of know they are in a relationship, because I've seen photos of her with him. (laughs) Let me try to say this. It is Chris Stratlander, or Chris Statlander. Besides, his Stratlander is Statlander. And then it says here, on November 24th, 2020, Crazy Steve Massa Suicide defeated the X-Division champion Rohit Raju, winning the defeat, the, defeat Rohit Alinch. Oh, Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just glad that... I'm just glad Caleb 
has played, uh, played, uh, suicide <laughs> um so yeah so anyway you know what maybe we should I, I don't know it's gonna Dean talk I have a long podcast but I might as well talk about it anyway so we're gonna go to another commercial break once we return we will go and definitely talk about the Austin Aries match that is the only good decent match that I ever watched and felt was right. Okay? Okay. Let's be, we'll go into commercial break. Okay, everybody. I guess I'm going to try to talk about this in this Austin Aries. Now, understand before I continue, I will explain why I do not want to feel much talking about Austin Aries anymore. Or Despite what he did at great in 2012 and much more crazier in 2013 but understand and that him and I'm also will not talk about Hulk Hogan anymore I mean and the reason why is well for the sake of this it was I think sometime I would say last year Hulk Hogan's ex-wife if um who was on twitter uh went completely crazy and and uh went completely crazy on twitter and sure enough tony khan got wind of her tweets and says that she and her ex-husband are not welcome. Um, they were both banned in AEW. And I'm like, dang, Tony. <laughs> and it was because, you know, he was kind of upset about it. Well, if Tony Khan hints up, you listen to this, here's somebody else you should not bring. And I don't care if you have to, or if. Young Bucks would want him, or even Kenny Omega. I don't know. This is just weird. But, anyway, what I'm just trying to say is, um, Austin Aries. Yikes. (laughs) Why was 2012 was a great year? It's because of Austin Aries' title run, and after he ended up defeating Bobby Roode. So, what happened was, yes, Hulk Hogan allowed this to happen. Bobby Roode ended up tormenting Austin Aries back in Chris Saban. They ended up fighting, which I think I saw by the tweets, that Austin Aries defeated Bobby Roode Roode, and won the Impact Wrestling Heavyweight title. So... So, I was like, yes, great, awesome. Um, sure enough, uh, <laughs> when I saw, when after the show had, when after the pay-per-view had just ended, I think Jeremy Borash interviewed him or something like that. Somebody interviewed him. The, and, like, Austin Aries was like, I don't know if it was after, imp- but I, or was it after? I don't. I don't remember if it was after the ex, after the pay per view or after Impact. But when I saw Austin Aries, I'm like, and he was cutting a promo. He got up real close, close to the camera. I'm like, dang, what the heck? I was like, his eyes were making. Like, his eyes want me to look. His eyes, his baby blue eyes, makes me want to look into the soul of his. Like, 
it was crazy enough. So sure enough, <laughs> Austin Aries is, you know, cool enough as it is. But apparently they said, even though Wikipedia says he has been a vegan since 2011, that's incorrect. It's been 2012. Austin Aries has been a vegetarian in prior year to 2012. Um, and sure enough, um, when Austin Aries uh, lost the um, when he lost the uh, Impact World Heavyweight title to Jeff Hardy, I was like upset about this. I was bummed out. And sure enough, I mean, I don't know why he, he, he lost the title to Jeff Hardy, but it was a weird situation. So, apparently, so... Yep. So... It was really kind of good, though. It was really nice. It, I should have considered to call it the near summer, fall, all fun of Austin Aries. <sighs> Till he lost the dang title, oh, to Jeff Hardy. <laughs> but as a but, I know most of you guys are going to ask me, why do you not talk about um? talk about why you don't want to talk about him and, and especially anymore. Well, let me explain why. Somehow, I said, you know, tweet along and I end up, well, silly enough making fools out of me. I started tagging, tagging wrestlers. Especially, I ended up tagging Austin Aries. So, you know, when I mention wrestler or they see or them searching for their names and they see my tweets you know it makes me feel happy hey austin aries doesn't give a crap about his fans so sure enough i get mad i ended up deciding to block him um but then of course that's not the only why and it keeps t and it and i keep reminding myself why I still block him to this day, even if I want to unblock him. Well, here's the reason why. It was at a wrestling, it was at a wrestling sh show, and my, f I guess you can say she was my online Twitter friend. I haven't heard from her in, I guess, since the pandemic went crazy. See, but. But, um, it's, I get her name was Claire. I forget her Twitter account. Um, but any of my friends who listen to this, you all understand what I'm trying to say. So, what happened was, um, Austin Aries said something to her. At this, at a wrestling show, or I guess it was a meet and greet. I don't forget. And she tells me, and my mouth was nearly almost dropped to the floor. I was in total disbelief. And what she said, you know what he said to her? Because Claire was fighting upon cancer. You know what he said to her? I don't know what he fully said, but he said to her, you, you wouldn't be having cancer if you had a vegan lifestyle. I was like, what? Why would you say something like that? You don't know the fact that she was sick, it, even though she was battling cancer. You don't know if, if she changed her lifestyle. You don't know if she, that would still get, would have her get, have cancer or not. And sure enough, I was like, are you kidding me? Why would you say something like that? So, then of course, that brings up to another friend. Her name is Bonnie. I'm going to 
to just let you guys know that. Now, Bonnie is, I would say, she likes to exercise a lot, and she's doing better than I can. And, you know, I see her, you know, supporting Joshie Seth Rollins. But when I saw her on Twitter, something made her very upset, and I'm wondering why. And if you guys don't know, um, what happened was Bonnie has been upset, had was going through a bad time. She lost her father. Um, I don't know how he died, so please do not ask me, but... Um, her father just passed away, and she could not have the chance to say a, give her a proper goodbye because of the pandemic. So, sure enough... I get on, so what happened was I get onto Twitter and I find out Bonnie flips out and I'm like, okay, what's going on? What's making her upset? Sure enough, I find out it's Austin Aries who I still block to this day. He he said something very offending to very offend. I don't know. I don't think he really said anything to her, but he said something that really offended Bonnie. And that was, um, it was meeting fans, some fans were, I don't know, they were acting so weird with tinfoil hats. I'm like, oh good grief. I'm like, I don't know why or how. I, I don't know what this was about, but sure enough, it upset Bonnie. She went she tweeted at him. I was like, oh, jeez. And I don't know. I should have asked her if she was all right. But I just did not want to say anything to her. Because I just know she was upset. And sure enough, uh, it really made my friend upset. As much as she also got upset with... um with something else, but I know she got upset with Austin Aries. And I told my friend Rich, I'm like, I can't believe she's upset that he said something. She got offensive. And this is the reason why I'm still going to block him. I mean, sure enough, I know most of you guys are saying, why aren't you going to unblock him? I mean, that's a ridiculous situation. Well, guess what? I'm sorry this, but, you know, you know, even if I have, even if I did not know about Claire and Bonnie's existence, sure enough, I, enough, I could think about unblocking him, but it's just that it made Bonnie upset, and I just don't want to make, feel, betray her, so, yeah. So, anyway. <sighs> yep. Um, just give me one moment for it. Alright, so we'll go right now into commercial break. And I'm going to give you out my final thoughts about this. Uh, I just realized I used my last one. But, I mean, I'm just going to make use this little time to give you a little free ad. <sighs> so, if you guys want to know where I am at on all my social medias, you can follow me on Twitter. There. Um, the Twitter handle is still the same, I'll, unless I decide to change it. It will be uh, Miss Lindsay Star, that is M-S-L-I-N-D-S-I-E-S-T-A-R-R. If you, that's for where I'll be, or on my other one, which will be Lindsay Star, that is Lindsay underscore star, which is L-I-N-T-S-I-E underscore S-T-A-R-R, if you want to, it, but it's going to be mostly gaming stuff, but if you want to talk to me about pro wrestling, I'll be under Miss Lindsay Star. Alright, um... And if you want to talk, and if you want to follow me on Instagram, 
it is it's the same thing as for my gaming Twitter handle, which is Lindsay underscore Star. Uh, if you want to follow me on, uh, if you want to check me out on YouTube, search Lindsay Rogers, which is L I N D S I E R O D G E R S. Also, Lindsay Star, which is my gaming YouTube channel. So I do gaming stuff. That's L I N D S I E S T A R R. And if you want to check out all the wrestling stuff, and of which the name, the namesake of this podcast, check out the wrestling fan vlog. Vlog. That is T H E R W R. E S T L I N G F A N V L O G. And by the way, before I wrap this up, just want to also let you guys know. Um, I don't know what I'll be doing, but hopefully, if you also want to follow me on my other stuff, I mean. Check out any of them because I make sure to copy and paste all that stuff. Um, if you guys want to support me and keeping this channel running, besides listening to the ads here, or if you want to send me money directly, uh, you can send it to Cash App as of right now, uh, which is uh, dollar sign. Lindsay Rogers, that is dollar sign L I N D S I E R O D G E R S. You can send me money if you haven't signed up for Cash App. Um, I know this is ridiculous, but I'm kind of free promoting it here. Ooh. Um, Give me a moment. Really? Not now. Um. <laughs> if you want to join me on the. If you want to join me on the, the Cash App app, um. And I think you can get fifteen dollars. I thought it was originally five dollars, but I guess they upped it to fifteen. Um, it is. Uh, let me see. Where is the inf referral? <laughs> um. <where> is it? <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm just pulling this up. Jeez. Um, if you guys want to sign up, uh, make sure to use this web. Make sure to type this in before you go download the app. Or if you just want to, if you already downloaded the app and you haven't put it in yet, my code is MRCCCJL or, or cash.app slash app dash m r c c j l oh and it should let you to be downloaded and you can sign up make sure you use that code um right to get you money and, and you know you can send it to me uh you can also send money to your friends family and have them sign up as well i mean seriously so and the reason why I'm saying this is because, you know, 
It's what it is. But if you don't want to, that's fun with me. I mean, seriously. I really want to get more money so I can actually also end up getting the, uh, um, so I can end up saving it for, to get the cash card. Alright. Apparently, I'm hoping if the rumors are true, uh, they're supposed to be turning up the 100 Thieves, uh, card, because I really want to get that. Or otherwise, I could get it in black, yellow, black, white, or the glow-in-the-dark one, but I have to pay $5 for it. <laughs> of course, I could get the black one. But anyway, um, I guess that's it. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, please leave feedback on anything. Uh, just let me know. And also, guys, let me know if you want to talk. Let me know on the topic you guys want me to talk about that it has to deal with pro wrestling. Okay? I mean, unless you want me to dedicate an episode on some of the wrestlers I kind of enjoy watching besides Austin Aries. Ugh. That I used to like, but not anymore. Um, please let me know. And the reason why I'm seeing this is why I do not want to talk. Why I. I uh, it, anyway, ugh, this is just ridiculous. Anyway, guys, thank you all for listening to this. As I do apologize, I'm not uploading a lot. But, you know, just stuff happens. Anyway, I hope you. I, hopefully, I will see you guys hopefully again soon. Um, anyway, thank you all for listening. I'll see you guys next time. Till then. Bye!